Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Steelers losing skid continues. Can they recover? Not much time to do so. What are the answers? Jeremy Betts and yours truly are here to give them to you today. Welcome in to the Steelers Fix. Wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. A little early, but still we are looking forward to these next couple weeks. going to be very interesting to see what happens with the Steelers team down the stretch. But for those of you that are new, we do welcome you to the Steelers Fix podcast, which is brought to you by the Steel Curtain Network, which is powered by Fans First Sports here on The Fix. We do talk all things Steelers with a focus on roster building and player development. Once again, my name is Andrew Wilbar, alongside the legendary Jeremy Betts. Jeremy, there's not a whole lot positive to talk about with the team right now, but definitely a lot to talk about. It's just yeah. a matter of where we want to start. <laughs> well, I think um, I think you got to start with the the news that Mason Rudolph is going to get the the start this week if Kenny Pickett can't go, yeah. and what that might mean. Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later um, in the second half of the show as well. Um, based on, on the topic of today's show, all I want for Christmas is, and we'll get there in the second half. So stay tuned. But, um, yeah, I think the quarterback situation for the Steelers has been the driving force now, um, for several years of, uh, falling short of expectations. And I find it absolutely hilarious that Steelers fans are excited that Mason Rudolph will be their starting quarterback in week 16 <laughs> against the Cincinnati Bengals in Pittsburgh 
And I don't know, over under Andrew on the on the number of quarters uh, before the booze start raining down on Mason Rudolph, and they're like, bring back Doug Hodges. You know, <laughs> what's what's gonna be the next thing that we're gonna hear? Go get Roethlisberger off his couch. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, one and a half quarters uh, on of Mason Rudolph before Steelers fans are are just done. And, and so, uh, when the news broke, I posted on X, uh, "This doesn't change a thing." Um, and I don't know how you feel about that, but I, it didn't matter in the Colts game. He he wasn't a spark that they needed in in the second second or in the back half of the fourth quarter there. Um, this team has just fallen to pieces kind of right before our eyes. And I don't know if there's any rescuing it um, after this now three game skid uh, that is casting a cloud on their postseason hopes to quote the famous uh, America's game line uh, from the 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers. Mason Rudolph has this weird thing about having phases where he actually looks like a competent NFL quarterback and then goes through long phases where he doesn't. So it, it makes me wonder if he comes out of the gate and maybe the Steelers go down the first drive and they put a touchdown drive or a field goal drive together yeah. and maybe puts together a good quarter, maybe a good two quarters. It wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put it past him to have one solid game in general. And knowing the Steelers know that this is a must win game, obviously must win the rest of the way out. But I think the Steelers could come out with a greater sense of urgency this week. It's possible you see a victory, but I, I definitely don't think that you're going to see it continued through three games. It's not like we're going to have this conversation. Oh, could Mason Rudolph become the, be the next Steelers starter? And should he be competing with Kenny Pickett? No, that's not a conversation we're going to be having. We'll see if he has any success or not, but mm -hmm. I, I definitely think expectations need to be tempered, especially with all the noise and drama surrounding this team right now. And it yeah. makes you wonder, and it's the age old question with the Steelers, Jeremy, what about Mike Tomlin? Does this point back to coaching? Does this point back to him? And how much of this responsibility is on him? You've got Deontay Johnson talking. You've got George Pickens talking. You've had Najee Harris. All three of those players have had issues at some point this season, whether it be showing a lack of effort, frustration with the coaching staff. Is, is their frustration valid? Is this on Mike Tomlin for not controlling the locker room? What do you think is the biggest issue there? I think the biggest issue is expectation versus reality. And this team is expected to compete for Super Bowls and for the playoffs specifically right now. And when they're not ready for that, then and they're losing football games, then that's when you get the, the breakdown in locker room stability. And is that someone on Tomlin? Yeah, because he's not preparing this team to win because he overestimated the the talent he had around him and and so did all of us as fans but expectation over the reality of what this team is is the biggest cause um of the angst inside the locker room in my opinion now do have the Steelers made it a habit recently of drafting big skill over um uh, over you know team down fundamentals team yeah down fundamentals even yeah i think they've done that a little bit too a little bit of the height weight speed type prospects of the last few years and you can't fault them for it because they want to be explosive and they've lacked explosiveness but when you get undisciplined players that have a lot of skill then you're you're fighting a different battle and and maybe that's not one that mike tomlin was ready to fight yet um so i, I still do think that a lot of what the steelers are are going through this season is because ownership was unwilling to dish out what it needed to, to get quality coaches in this building and said, 
no, Mike Tomlin, we're paying you a lot of money. We, you're one of the best coaches in the league. You figure it out. Uh, we trust you to figure it out. And that's, I mean, in today's NFL, it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. It's just not good enough to, to be um, a leader of men and, and not have a support staff around you that can, that can elevate the, the preparation and play of the players around them. That's the other thing that goes into this locker room mayhem as well is these guys, these teams aren't pre- or these players aren't prepared for their roles. And then they get frustrated very easily when things start to fall apart on the field. And uh, it's poor coaching uh, from a uh, player to or coach to player level, not just necessarily as a whole here. I agree entirely. I think when it looks with, when it comes to Tomlin and his, not necessarily his future with the team, I think he's pretty secure in his job, but he's the type of guy that, could go into a situation where a coaching staff is already in place, a good coaching staff is already in place, and he could head them up and be the coach that could really take a team places. But when mm-hmm. it comes to, like you said, it's like the ownership's like, we're going to pay you and you can figure it out with your coaching staff. Tomlin's the type of guy who doesn't, he does he shouldn't want a hands-off job by the front office and the ownership. It should be more of yeah. a hands-on project with him and a collaboration and figuring out this coaching staff and other people have a say and who to hire on his staff. Usually we look at the other way. All the coach needs his freedom to pick his guys. I think in this case with Tomlin, he'd be better off if he had somebody else pick the guys, whether they match his vision for the team or not. At some point you have to get guys in who just know know how to teach good fundamentals. We are talking about explosive players. The Steelers have drafted a lot of explosive players. The talent level is great when you look at just on paper. But it with if you don't have any sound fundamental guys that can do the basic things right, you're going to have an undisciplined team. You got to have a balance there. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't know about you, but there's there's this thing going around right now, and even some of the people that we work with here at the Steel Curtain Network, and obviously respect their opinions and everything. But I just don't agree with the with the thought process that the Steelers have no talent on like on right. the offensive side of the ball. They have a lot of talent on the offensive yeah, side of the ball. They do. And we've seen it in spurts, uh, and we've seen it translate to incredible plays at times. Um, there's there's just a lack of cohesion and right. a lack of schematics to, to put these guys in favorable positions to highlight their individual prowesses. And when you when you cannot scheme your players, you are effectively eliminating half of what could make them great. Um, Brock Purdy, uh, he's not a great quarterback anywhere else than he, than where he's at in San Francisco. He might be a serviceable quarterback, like, um, like Jake Browning is, you know, he, or Gardner Minshew is, he might be a serviceable quarterback somewhere else, but he's not an MVP candidate anywhere else. Half, at least half of, of any player's success is situation. Um, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, Jared I mean, Goff. There's, yeah, Jared Goff. Absolutely. There are some players who transcend the place that they're, that they're at some very few players, but for the most part, um, the, in the 90% of players, 95% even of players, no, it doesn't matter how good you are. Um, you're, you need to be in the right spot. So I think that there is talent on this team. Uh, I think they could improve areas as, as well. I, I'm not saying that every, starter on offense needs to come back and and you're set with just a better scheme. No, you can make improvements there as well. But to say that George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, 
Jalen Warren, um, Broderick Jones, to say that those guys aren't talented, that they don't have talent on offense is overlooking a, a big, big deal, in my opinion. Right. When you just look at the athletic numbers these guys have and you look at the big plays that these guys have made, the catches we've seen George Pickens make, the catches we've seen even Deontay Johnson make at times, we've seen Pat Fryermuth just totally run over guys in the middle of the field and just a situational awareness is the ability as a blocker, I think is a little bit underrated. People give him a bad rep and it hasn't been perfect this year, but he's for his size. I would take him over many, many starting tight ends in the league as a blocker. And I think he's only going to get better. We've seen ability. It's just consistency. And that comes with better coaching and better fundamentals. You will see more consistency there. And that ultimately falls on the coaching staff. But so I agree with your point. The Steelers have talent. It's not a lack of talent. There are areas where they need to address, and that they there's things they have to get under control. They have to get these receivers' attitudes under control. Again, coaching. But when it, even when it comes to the offensive line, you have a, a near All Pro in Samalo. You have a past Pro Bowler in James Daniels. You have an extremely talented rookie in Broderick Jones. You could. I, I think the Steelers are going to do their best to find two new starters at right tackle and center this offseason i think that i think yeah. you should at least give dan moore a try at right tackle and maybe move broderick to the left side i think it's worth a try but center you definitely need to upgrade and you know i i appreciate the job that mason cole did he played solid ball for quite some time here this year it hasn't been quite as good but he was what the steelers needed when they got him and he came in and was serviceable for the situation the steelers were in last offseason yeah. and provided some stability so uh, it definitely looks to be time to move on is there anything else you want to add to the current situation, Jeremy, before we move on to our topic. Nope, let's do it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to go anywhere because in the second half, we all love Christmas presents. We all love writing Christmas lists, right? I mean, at least I did. I still have that a little bit. I don't really get to as much anymore. <laughs> I don't know how it is for you, Jeremy. Do you still write a Christmas list? Well, our family does a like a name drawing every year for okay. who gets who. So, yeah, we send a list to to like the general populace of everybody. And then um, whoever has drawn your name gets to pick something from that list to, to buy you. So, well, tonight Jeremy and I are both going to give our Christmas lists to you, but it's pertaining to things we want from the Pittsburgh Steelers. All I want for Christmas is we're going to each give you three things that we want for Christmas from your Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't go anywhere. The Steelers fix will be right back after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the second half of the Steelers Fix. Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts with you, as always. Jeremy, we didn't do any fantasy football in the first half, but I have my close eye on this Monday night game tonight. I have mm-hmm. one league where I'm 7-7. Seven and seven. Playoffs are starting this upcoming week. Okay. So there, there were two guys at 8-6. and six. I have the head-to-head against one of them, but in our league, it's based upon points, overall points scored. Coming gotcha. into this week, I have 40 points on the guy, one of the guys who's 8-6. and six. That guy lost by a half a point this week. The issue is that Whoa. right now he has, he has 52 points more than my team has coming into tonight. Tonight, okay. of course, we're recording this on Monday night. I have Drew Locke because I had Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. Drew Locke and Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm oh. down by 10, and the other guy has A.J. Brown. This is non-PPR. Oh. It's yeah. non-PPR, okay. which should work in my yeah. favor tonight. So Drew Locke and Jackson Smith and Jigba have to combine for 10 more points than A.J. Brown does tonight. If they do, and I get, I think it's, they would have to at least get a combined 25 or 30 points. If all that happens after an up and down season, after a three game losing streak, I could still make the playoffs, which would be insane. That would be, that would be crazy, man. Um, I, I'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum is um, I'm in the playoffs now uh, in one of my leagues and I need, I need 10 points from or 11 points, excuse me, from AJ Brown tonight to win and, and move mm-hmm. on and advance. So I definitely need that. He's got one reception for 11 yards and I'm in a PPR league. So I'm at 2.1. Um, but I'm going to need some more AJ Brown tonight. So I, I can't say that I'm, I'm, I'm necessarily rooting for you there, man. <laughs> I am rooting I'm, that a- I'm rooting that AJ Brown has 10 more catches in this game for zero yards. There you go. <laughs> that would work out perfectly for both of us. Or the no. you know Drew Locke and and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigwa just go off you know just go off, and, yeah and he can have his eleven points and then you you can get you know twenty two from the rest of or from the other two combined so 
How about there really haven't been a whole lot of meaningful Monday nights this year for me in fantasy football. Very few weeks this that's, year have that's been good. <laughs> and it's either been one way or the other. I've been completely yeah. out or I've already run away with it. So this is the first time really all year I'm super dialed into a Monday night game that isn't yep. a Pittsburgh Steelers game. Well, this was my fantasy game of the week too when I appeared on Jeff's Let's Ride on Friday. So uh, this is one I've definitely got my eye on. There's a lot of potential for explosive plays tonight. Well, those of you that are listening to it can know what we'll be doing tomorrow, depending on the results tonight. We'll either be crying or no, we won't be crying. But <laughs> when you hear this, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are going to get into today's topic. And I'm excited about this. We like doing seasonal topics on occasion. And with Christmas coming up, we all like writing Christmas lists, right? Well, we're going to give you Christmas lists of our own. Three things that we want from the Pittsburgh Steelers. All I want for Christmas is, and we're going to give you three things each. Jeremy, I'm going to start with you. You can yeah. go anywhere you want. You can go whether you want to do it further ahead in the offseason, kind of a belated Christmas present, maybe something specific as it pertains to the Steelers the rest of this season. All you want for Christmas from the Pittsburgh Steelers is what's that first thing on your list? The first thing is I want Mason Rudolph to go off for 300 yards and two touchdowns this Sunday against the Bengals and the Steelers still lose. That's what I want. <laughs> I uh, because. Because, you know, I just want I want something positive to come out of it. But I, I don't want this team making the playoffs at this point. There's no point in doing that. Um, there's no point in extending this Mike Tomlin winning season streak. Um, you know, there, there needs to be no excuses for anybody in this organization to say, let's bring back people <laughs> from yes. this last season into next year. No excuses for that, for, for anything. So um mason rudolph you know put up some big numbers for us let's have a fun game uh but let's let's not win it Uh, i know it's hard to say that um maybe people won't like that either but that's just my thought process here no i i agree with that and mine kind of goes into what some of you were saying i'm gonna go to my second one because i think our my first and your last one jeremy are gonna go together so i'm gonna go to my second one that's that mike tomlin that he will have his first losing season because of the exact reasons that you said that there's no excuses for this team to bring anybody back Mm. so that there's more accountability as it pertains even to the national scope on Mike Tomlin. There's just more accountability in general. Hey, you can't just hold it over his head that he's never had a losing season anymore. I think that's important for this organization to move forward in the right direction. There has to be a higher expectation placed on Mike Tomlin, not just to give me, Oh yeah, he's a great coach because he's never had a losing season. That's one excuse out of the way as to why, he is this untouchable coach that you know you can't criticize because he of all that he has done. He won a Super Bowl with Bill Cowher's players, and ever since Ben Roethlisberger's been gone, this team's been completely mediocre. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's time to just get real with the facts. I'm not saying you fire Mike Tomlin immediately, but there has to be more pressure put on him to either get staff that's proven themselves and pay top dollar. Tell Rooney that you do whatever you have to do to pay top dollar to get high quality staff in. Or you you prove something that you haven't in your lifetime, Mike Tomlin, and that is proving that you can develop a coach and train. Mm-hmm. We see the Kyle Shanahan's doing this. We saw him yep. develop Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel wasn't a great offensive mind, this innovative offensive mind. It wasn't that just Mike McDaniel learned stuff by just hanging around Kyle Shanahan in a room for a while while watching film. Oh, yeah, that's a cool concept. Kyle Shanahan invests in mm-hmm. his coaches they spend time you can tell they're a close-knit unit Sean McVay you could say the same thing for them 
there's a vibe there. There's there's time that takes for the coach to train the coaches, not just the players. It's time for the coach to train the coaches underneath him. And I think that's something that Tomlin has failed to do. Maybe this having a, his first losing season will provide a little bit more accountability for him and allow him to take on a little bit more responsibility in this area of, hey, I need to invest in my assistants yeah. more. And if not, I need to pay do whatever it takes to tell Mr. Rooney that we need to pay top dollar to get so-and-so in here, a guy that's proven that's done it and will help the Steelers get to the next level. Do you have anything to add on that? No, I, I completely agree. Um, but like I mentioned, no more excuses. Let's, let's not, let's not have any, any reasons why anybody next year is not um, very thankful that they have a job with the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, it should be a house cleaning and that's why I, if I can, I'll just jump right into my, my second, what I want for all I want for Christmas is the Steelers to start fresh at all three coordinator positions, specifically all three coordinator positions, Terrell Austin out, um, Danny Smith. Sorry, man, go chew your gum on somebody else's sideline. Uh, you know, fresh in this whole joint up. Freshen the whole place up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and then we've already seen there um Eddie Faulkner and, and Mike Sullivan, they're not coming back as the OC. Um, you know, if if that happens, Andrew, then I'm rooting for a different team next year. <laughs> because it, it's just a lot of it would be though. unreal. It would be unbelievable. So all I want for Christmas is um a belated Christmas gift that the Steelers uh, part ways with all three of their current uh, coordinators and bring in some fresh new blood with new ideas, but um, new ideas to the Steelers is what I'm saying. Maybe not necessarily new concepts to the NFL stuff that has been there, done that and worked. Um, a lot of people are, are hi- hyping up this. Uh, uh, I think it's um, Brian Greasy's son in, yeah. in, uh, San Francisco, right? He's part of the, mm-hmm. the Shanahan Greasy. tree now. Yeah, is it Brian Greasy? Yeah, it is Brian Greasy. Okay, got it. So yeah, um, yeah, somebody like that, you know, who's been a part of something, a Bobby mm-hmm. Sloak type guy, a Mike McDaniel type guy. That's on my wish list here. But you got to start fresh uh, with your coordinators here. I don't call for Mike Tylen to be fired. I'm not going to call for that. Um, but I am calling for uh, these coordinators to get ousted and replaced. I agree definitely with Danny Smith. I obviously agree about the offense. I I wouldn't necessarily argue strongly for keeping Terrell Austin, although I will say with all the injuries that have taken place this year, I think if there's anyone that you do bring back, it would be Austin, especially just seeing the development of Joey Porter Jr. And we saw some promise in guys like Corey Trice before the injury. We've seen – I mean, we were talking back in the draft process how – Terrell Austin, the the corners that he worked with, even back in Detroit when their defense was good, they were these long press corners that could do something. That's that's his that's his wheelhouse. And the Steelers finally got him some of those pieces. And from what we've seen from Trice, from uh, the help me with the name, Jeremy, the one from Indianapolis that was here for a short stint yeah, and showed Rush. the promise. Rush, yeah, Darius, Darius Rush, Rush. Yeah. and then obviously Joey Porter Jr., who's been playing like a one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, I think that is that that is reason for promise. I, I and obviously the injuries at linebacker have really killed this team as much as anything. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in general, Austin, th- there's at least reason to keep Austin yeah. on. And the fact that the defense isn't, they, they're having more and more struggles as they're getting more and more beat up. But they aren't. There are worse defenses in the league still. 
And despite the injuries, he's tried to piece some things together. You still still have a good pass rush. Uh, obviously, there should be with Watt and Highsmith, but yeah. with the offensive line, with offensive coordinator specifically, I'm not much for doing like the passing game off, you know, running game coordinators, not having one true guy. I like the leadership of yeah. having one person you go to. Uh, but I do think that if you have a guy like, say, Byron Leftwich, since his name's going to be tossed around, and he's probably the front runner just because of the familiarity. I wouldn't hate it necessarily, but I do think because of his lack of balance on offense, I mean, it's going back to the, it's pretty much coming back to Bruce Arians again. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the similar offense, which I wouldn't, I, I would take that over what the Steelers have now for sure. But I think if you want more balance, a guy that really has popped out to me as a guy you would bring in to have an influence in the run game would be Deuce Staley. He was, he yeah. was recently let go. And I, I think that he would be a great pairing. If you put him with Byron Leftwich, the two together, as long as you allow Staley to have, maybe not, he's not the key play caller, but having a say in game plans and how we're going to scheme up the runs. Mm -hmm. And Staley was a guy who was very good at misdirection runs. He was very good in his playing days. He was good. He was a, he had shiftiness. He wasn't, you know, a a big name back, but he was a guy who could do a lot of things really well, could think outside the box, but wasn't a, he was still a fundamentally sound player at the same time. And I, I really think if you look at, whether he was in Detroit, LA, any of the places that he's been at, you see balance in that run in those running games. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's he's kind of underlooked. Not a guy that's probably gonna get a look at offensive coordinator, but someone if you bring in Leftwich, I don't think you re-demote Eddie Faulkner. Yeah, I think you just it's time to clean house on the offense in general, even if that means yeah. Sullivan goes too. You just move on. Oh yeah, everything you, you let everything go, I, regardless of what his relationship is with Kenny Pickett, get if you if I would I would definitely buy in if the Steelers got both Byron Leftwich and Deuce Staley put them together mm-hmm. I would be good with that and even the idea of Brian Greasy obviously Michigan roots so I'm you know <laughs> yeah. part of me likes that so I like sure. Greasy yeah. but uh, moving on to the next one that I had Jeremy I want to get your thoughts Patrick Peterson seeing increased playing time in the slot because at this point you're just preparing for next year it wasn't what I was hoping for on the outside with Patrick Peterson. He's had some moments. He's had some good reps, but they haven't been consistent enough. And there've been a lot of bad reps that he's had just flat out bad. If you put him in the slot for the last couple games of the season, maybe you see if that's something that's sustainable. Steelers still need a reliable slot corner. Chandon Sullivan is not that guy. Nobody they put in there is can, can consistently cover and tackle in coverage. Patrick Peterson could be that guy. And we get infatuated with all these slot corners in the draft. The Steelers never seem to show interest in them. So yeah. as much as I want the Steelers to draft one at some point, Patrick Peterson might be good in the short term in the slot. What would you think of just putting him in there more often, more frequently through the final three games and just seeing if maybe that can be his niche in this defense moving forward into next year? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it, but I'm afraid that they've got too many injuries at safety and they're going to need to use him there. That's my concern. But maybe they um, play him as kind of the – the nickel box safety, if you will, um, and, and let him play up in the nickel, take on uh, the slot duties, and, and then drop back if if into that safety position if necessary. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I would love to see that. I, I think that you've got to you got to do something on the back end right now because they're getting gashed by passing offenses when Joey Porter Jr. is not the closest man in coverage. And I'll say this: uh, uh, the Colts game was probably. Uh, jpj's worst game as a pro um as a full-time starter Mm -hmm. but i i also don't think that that is 
necessarily uh, the way he's going to play consistently. I think he's going to play closer to the shutdown kind of corner that we've seen um, in, in previous games. It's it's just there's no communication on the back end right now. There's there's too many injuries to key pieces up the middle of this defense for it to be good anymore uh, or to be great anymore. It can still be okay. Can get you a stop every now and then. Can get you a big sack, maybe a, a takeaway. But um, I would I would like to see him play where he's going to be more productive. And uh, if you had to choose between outside corner and and slot corner, I think he'd be much more productive in the slot. I agree with that. And speaking of unavailable safeties, how bogus for Demonte KZ? Oh, the entire com- season. Yeah, completely bogus. I mean. What's what? What's he gonna do? What what's a guy to do in that situation? You might as well just just stand back and and you know if he catches it, you know touch him or or just let him go, uh, you know. But it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he, he's going at at the midsection. I mean, his head was maybe three feet off the ground, and and then the quarterback throws an absolute hospital ball uh, where that he's that Pittman's got to dive for and you're going to, you're going to kick him out the rest of the season for that play after that play. No, no, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. Uh, In the moment, maybe you eject him from that game just because big hit, big collision. You're not getting a chance to see it over and over, but we've seen it over and over now for, for three days. And uh, every time you see it, you're like, yeah, what's he going to do? And and now they're going to drop a suspension on him. Ridiculous. He, if he appeals and does not get that appeal, uh, you know, where it reduces his, his games out, then, uh, I mean, football is not the football we grew we grew up with. <laughs> no, so, I mean, it already is. You know, yeah, you it really know that it's a bogus call when Tom Brady is sticking up for a defender making a hit. Yeah. You know yeah. that there's something That's very wrong. true, uh, especially a Steelers defender. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very much so. Yeah. But- so. Anyways, I just had to get that off my chest. Anyways, moving to the last thing, Jeremy. They both have to do with George Pickens. I'll let you start, but they kind of go together because we both have similar feelings on Pickens and his future trajectory with the team. I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah, I just think he needs to recognize that this is not his year, and um, he just needs to go out there and play anyway and play as hard as he can on every single snap. Go out and be the explosive blocker that we saw where he's taking defenders by surprise uh and plopping them on their rear ends um you know with with massive shoves right off the line of scrimmage. Go play hard. I guess what I'm trying to say is all I want for Christmas is for George Pickens to play hard on every snap for the rest of the season so that this team realizes his value for next year. And that there's not a reason why they could say, well, uh, I don't know if we want this guy to be a big part of this offense because he doesn't give 100% effort on every play. Um, you know, because I think if you bring in the right scheme next year and you and the the quarterback plays better, whoever it's going to be, you get better quarterback play. This is a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL, and I'll say that until it doesn't happen and he moves on from this team. And even if he moves on from this team, I would – be concerned for the Steelers that they're giving away uh, a championship type piece to a, another yep. contender that would get him on the cheap. Um, could you imagine Andrew Wilbar? Could you imagine George Pickens in Kansas city with this wide receiver room that the pay that the um, 
the Chiefs have currently. The Chiefs um, are running away with the Super Bowl. Nobody's beating them. He he would be an absolute unstoppable force. Uh, is my opinion on that. You you got the one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league, one of the best deep ball throwers in the league, and one of the best schemes in the league. Um, he he would be their number one receiver and maybe challenging for. Uh, the league lead in, in yardage. I know Tyreek Hill's ha- kind of having a historical season, so he could put up that level of production there. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, so it's it's been coaching malpractice the way that they've used him. Uh, it's been a waste of a draft pick so far, honestly. Not because of him so much as it is because nobody knows how to use him. Uh, that has a black and gold cap on his head. So uh, it's time to change that. So George, just go out there and play your butt off the rest of the season. Go go maul some people. Show that you can win on every snap and show that you need to be the, the focus of this offense next year. I agree 100%. I think that he has to realize that if he does his part, the rest will fall into place. At some point or another, whether it's with the Steelers or with another team, he's going to get his chance somewhere as long as he uh, does not cause a scene do anything out of the ordinary and unless it's it, yeah, I, I'm not even going to go into any further than that. I, my, my Christmas wish for George Pickens is that he gets double digit targets in every remaining game. Yes. Well, depending on how productive he is in those, I, I mean, you can't expect too much based on the Steelers current quarterback play, but at least if the Steelers can prove they're committed to him. And this also goes along with his effort. If he's proving that, you know, there was one play on Sunday. He should have moved forward for the ball near the end zone. He was stand open in the yeah. end zone. He should have moved forward to get the ball. Lack of effort there. That was on him. But yeah. in just in general, generally speaking, I would have a hard time believing in this offense if I was misused the way that he has been misused in this offense Absolutely. too. So I think it's I think I think it is somewhat a George Pickens issue, but the vast majority of it is not. Maybe it's not the the problems in general are not due to Pickens. But because the problems have been created, I mean, the champions are the ones who can overcome issues. And George Pickens can't necessarily overcome the issue of production because that's not on him. It's not his responsibility to be schemed up. It's not his responsibility to be thrown an accurate ball. But he can overcome the issues in the offense personally by just taking it one play at a time, playing each play out to the best of his ability. And teams are going to recognize it. If the Steelers don't recognize it, another team will. And he's going to get his chance and he's going to get his money somewhere else. So I agree with 100% about what you're saying, but the Steelers have to get George Pickens involved these final games of the year yes. because if not, uh, you're, you're just going to see more drama as the offseason continues to progress. You don't want that shadowing over your head as you go into the offseason. Is there anything else you want to add on that? No. I, you know, it's it's kind of a – you're either on one side of the George Pickens battle or the other, really. Um, uh, you probably either think he's too immature um, to – to live up to the talent. I think um, Shannon White kind of falls in that category right now. And um, I, I mean, it's hard to argue with him, um, you know, based on what we've seen. But, you know, I also think that the fact that he recognizes how good he could be and it's not being realized is part of the issue. And so um, the, nothing that a better scheme and, and winning couldn't cure, I don't think. Um, so that's just my opinion on it. Um, our listeners may have a different opinion, but, you know, that's uh, that's why we're out here talking about it because uh, everybody's a little different on how they view these players, this team, and uh, you know I, I'm just I, I can't say I'm excited for the remainder of the season, but I can say this: 
Um, it's going to set the Steelers up for for an offseason that is that might be their biggest since uh, well, it's definitely their biggest since um, the 2004 NFL draft where they selected Roethlisberger. And you could probably go back further than that if you wanted to say this was a championship team that was a quarterback away and, you know, they just needed somebody back there that was better than <laughs> than uh, Tommy Maddox. But uh, Roethlisberger ended up being a, a, a franchise-level quarterback. This is a, a hugely important offseason, and the Steelers aren't getting anything this year. They're not getting a Super Bowl. If they make the playoffs, all they're getting is a, a road game where – uh, a team gets an easy pass to the divisional round, in, in my opinion. So, um, so this team needs to look forward to 2024 and fans kind of as well. And I know uh, you've probably got a mock draft coming up here soon, right? Where you're kind of leaning into the off season at this point here, uh, kind of been the story of the last few years for the Steelers. I am. I was just going to say, I do have a Christmas present coming out. It should be coming out at some point this week, mock draft 1.0. On fansfirstsports.com, we'll have the full mock 1.0. It'll be just the first round. That's how 1.0 goes, and then we'll expand as we get closer to the draft. Uh, I will have a breakdown of the Steelers selection. We'll probably go three rounds with the Steelers selection specifically, and we'll break those down on the steelcurtainnetwork.com. So make sure you go and check both of those out. At some point, we're not sure what's going to happen this upcoming week. We may do a different type of show for Christmas since our show will be coming out the day after. But at some point along the lines, probably the following week, we will break down Mach 1.0 here on the show and discuss a little bit more in depth what could be in play for the Steelers as well as other teams amongst the NFL. Uh, but Jeremy, what do you have coming up? I know fantasy playoff time is coming up. You have a lot of insight you're going to be given in these coming weeks. Tell listeners what you have coming out. Yeah, I've got um, uh, I've got another couple fantasy shows this week. Uh I'm going to, I'm going to have to talk to Jeff about how much longer those are going to go on because the fantasy season is winding down in a couple of weeks and, and we'll see how that plays out. But, um, it's been a lot of fun to do that. I do a, a corresponding article with all that, and then I'll be doing the power rankings on uh, Wednesday or Thursday. That'll come out as well. And you can check that out at the fans first sports, uh, com. And, uh, it, it's a lot of fun. And as, as, soon as the playoffs hit and that winds down, I'll be back to more Steelers centric articles and, and thoughts um, and, and getting uh, into off season mode um, for writing as well. So it's coming down to it though, but stay tuned to the steel curtain network, man. We've got a lot of uh, stuff going on um, and a, a lot of good content here over the next, uh, you know, uh, over the next forever. <laughs> That's what we do here. We just talk Steelers football forever. We are. And we're looking forward to it. Steelers fans. Thanks. Is Disappointed as this season may become, or as exciting as it may be, if the Steelers are still in playoff contention the final week, we'll see what happens. Yep. You can always bank on an exciting offseason, especially with this new look front office. I, As much as this season has been disappointing, Jeremy, I think we're still both excited for this offseason because of what we saw last year and the talent the Steelers were able to bring in in just one offseason under Omar Khan and Andy Weidel. be interesting mm-hmm. to see if they can follow that up this upcoming season. Do you have any specific expectations, just as we head out of the show, do you have any specific expectations of what you are looking for from the Steelers this offseason, just broadly? Um, build the line of scrimmage. That's what you brought in Weidel for, do or Weedle, <laughs> however it's said. Um, every every time around this time of year, I always forget how we said it the the year before or the offseason before. Um, that's what you brought him in for. Um, build up the trenches, man, and and get back to playing Steelers football 
in the trenches. And I think that that would go a long way to figuring out the rest of the team, um, get in a good, a good coordinator uh, to make it all work. Invest in the trenches. I like that. We need to make that like one of the, we need to make like a t-shirt for our show, like invest in the trenches. Yeah. We have, we had that. We have, we've said that a lot over this season, last season. And even when the guests from a couple weeks ago, the week that you were out, Jeremy, invest in the trenches. We need to just make a shirt. Invest in the trenches. Hashtag Steelers Fix Pod. Something like that. We should. Hey, do we'll that. talk to Jeff about it. We'll put it on the Steel Curtain Network store. We'll see what we can do. Well, Steelers fans, be sure to be checking us out. SteelCurtainNetwork.com on X space twix whatever you want to call it yeah uh at steel scene network follow us at ffsn underscore nfl for the fans first sports network nfl page at fans first sn for the main page and of course the legendary jeremy betts at the bets 93 and be sure to check us out all of our shows uh, wherever you listen to podcasts as well as our youtube on our youtube shows which are also on the audio sides as well but you you're missing a treat if you never get a chance to go into those live shows. Comment some on the show. You may get your question answered. Jeremy does a Q&A every week that is always informative and always a fun time. You'll love that. Be sure to go and check that out, as well as all the other podcasts here at the Great Steel Curtain Network. We hope you all have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week on the Steelers Fix. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.